0: Amen. Well, I'm so glad to be in the house of the Lord this evening. What an honor and a privilege to gather with the saints tonight, to be in this place, to sing songs to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to lift him up, to keep him at the center of it all. Amen. Recently, I heard this statement, respect the game. You can't get back time. Can't get back possessions. Isaiah 55, 6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Hosea ten twelve Sow for yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. Life is full of seasons, is it not? Life is full of these seasons. Seasons as we progress, as we move forward, as we advance in life, in the natural and in the spiritual. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 to 8 to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal. A time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And one more scripture tonight before we get into this. Genesis 8, verses 20 to 22. Then Noah built an ark to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done while the earth remains. Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. I want to talk about seasons tonight. The Lord has promised us seasons while the earth remains. And I want to apply it in this way tonight, that there are seasons of life, seasons in our living and what the Lord would say to us tonight is this do what the season demands and requires or the next season won't have what it needs to be what it is we have to do what we need to do in a particular season what the Lord is calling us to in a particular season every season has its demands every season has its requirements If we think of harvest, harvest needs seed time. I'd endeavor to say that heat needs cold or it has no reference. Summer needs winter. Our days need nights. You see, our lives are full of seasons. Many of us have gone through many seasons of life. There are personal seasons. There are marital seasons. There are family seasons. There are corporate seasons, there are municipal seasons, there are federal seasons, there are national seasons, and there are international seasons. See, seasons are a part of the journey, the advancement, the calling, and the destiny. Whatever season we are in right now, I would encourage all of us here tonight, whatever season you find yourself in, whatever season... You are in as a couple, as a family, whatever season we are in as a church, as a people, I would encourage us tonight to look at what this season demands and requires and that we would give ourselves to it that the next season would be what it needs to be, that it could be exactly what God has in mind for it to be. We move from season to season. The demand of each season is good. Demand is good. It turns the season into a season of power when we give ourselves to the demand and the requirement of that particular season. It turns the season into one of growth and advancement, and at the end of one season, we have what we need for the one the Lord is leading us into. There is also a preparation for the next season before it's fully realized. As we're exiting one season that the Lord has us in, and he's done all the work. He's proven us in that season. He's growing us in that season. He's got us ready for the season he's leading us into. And how many know there is a preparation at the end of one season as we enter into the next? See, applying the text here, at the end of harvest, is there not a preparing for seed time? At the end of summer, a preparation for winter. At the end of heat, a preparation for cold. At the end of day, there's a preparation for night, and so it is in the reverse. Preparation, ensuring all has been done. That which was demanded and required for the season we are exiting, ensuring the one we are entering into is fruitful. I want to announce to the church tonight, to all of us here tonight, no matter what season we find ourselves in, what kind of season we find ourselves in, every season is important. Every season has meaning. Every season has its purpose and every season has its blessings. Perhaps we find ourselves in a season we see as little tonight. We're looking and saying, this season is insignificant. This season doesn't mean much. A greater season awaits me, and I can't wait to get to that greater season. But does not the Bible say in Luke sixteen ten, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much, and he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much? You see, the Lord comes, and he encourages us, and he speaks to us concerning seasons. In God's book, no season is insignificant. Every season is important. Every season is dear to his heart. Every season is full of meaning and purpose and life and blessing. Matthew 25, verse 23, his Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. When we think about the servant, who ultimately determines the faithfulness of the servant? The master, the Lord. We don't determine our own faithfulness, we judge ourselves lest we be judged, but the Lord is the one who is determining. Determining our faithfulness in every season. In the seasons we see as little seasons is not much. And in the great seasons and everywhere in between. This season we see as little, perhaps we're there tonight. It may just be a greater season than we think. Because each season is important to the Lord and vital concerning His plan for our lives, His plan for His kingdom. He's planned for his church. He's planned for our families. We look and we see not much happening. The seeds are in. And there we are, watering and tending. We're taking care of weeds and pests. And we're asking, is anything happening at all? And the answer is yes. And here is the testing of our faith: tend to the season by faith and not by sight. Whatever season you find yourself in right now and you got seeds in the ground and you're watering you're you're getting ready you're believing don't lose sight of faith keep your eyes on the lord and the promise trust in the lord you see there are things happening below the surface roots are claiming the earth roots are growing and going down deep and that which has been planted is strengthening itself to handle the elements it will face when it breaks through the surface. When it breaks through, the Lord is working on us. You see, God is working on us in every season. And He endeavors to lead us from one season into the next season of life, into the next season season of calling, the next season of destiny and purpose. We need the Lord to work good character in us, don't we? Seasons work character. We need the character worked in us that will sustain the future God is leading us into. That'll be enough for the future God is leading us into. And the truth is, just as with the garden, we don't unearth things prematurely. There is a time for harvest, an appointed time. If we want the full benefit of the season we are coming out of, we need to make every season count. Don't miss the importance. Don't miss the meaning. Don't miss the purpose. And don't miss the blessing of each and every season. Whatever season we find ourselves in, individually, corporately, we can't miss God's purpose. We can't miss what he's trying to accomplish. In the very season we are in Luke 19 verse 17 and he said to him well done good servant because you were faithful in a very little have authority over ten cities the message he said good servant great work because you've been trustworthy in this small job I'm making you governor of ten towns Now again, I'd like to say tonight that no season is small and insignificant in the eyes of the Lord, nor should any season be small and insignificant in our eyes. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 4, he who observed the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. Ecclesiastes 9, 10, whatever your hand finds to do, what does the Bible say? Do it with your might, every season, giving our all to that season giving our attention to that season, understanding that the demands of that season are important in the eyes of God. The requirements of that season are important in the eyes of God. Perhaps we're in the season and we're feeling weary. We're feeling weary with the toil. Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good, For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. If we do not lose heart. In due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Listen to Hebrews 12, verse 11 in the Passion Translation. Now all discipline, that word, can be correction, instruction, and training. All discipline seems to be more pain than pleasure at the time. Yet later it will produce a transformation of character bringing a harvest of righteousness and peace to those who yield to it. Don't lose sight of what the demand and requirement of one season mean to the next season. What the Lord is working right now, he's preparing us for the next season. He's getting us ready for the next season. He is equipping us for the next season. He doesn't want to lead us into the next season as the people that aren't ready. Each season demands and requires diligence if we hope to bank the wealth each season has to offer. Proverbs 10, verse 4, he who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Proverbs 14, 23, in all labor there is profit. Can we receive that tonight? But idle chatter leads only to poverty. Proverbs 20, verse 4, the lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. The voice reads, a slacker procrastinates when it is time to plow. So when it's time for harvest, there are no crops in the field. Now there is one walking the earth, walking by the fields and vineyards, looking at the fields and the vineyards and inspecting the fields and the vineyards. That one is the Lord. Listen to Proverbs 24, verses 30 to 34. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyards of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, so shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. We must be those that are diligent in all seasons, diligent through all seasons, throughout all seasons, that when he comes to the field, he finds the field of a diligent man, a diligent woman, that when he comes by the vineyards, They are vineyards of those full of understanding. And there it is, no thorns, no nettles. And the stone wall is standing in strength. And when he looks on it and considers it and receives instruction, well done, good servant. We want the Lord to look at our life in every season and say, well done, good servant. I see you in this. It might look little. Maybe it's a season of great things. Whatever season we find ourselves in, Well done. Well done. You've been diligent. You've been faithful. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Ecclesiastes 3.1 in the message, there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth. The NLV There is a special time for everything. There is a time for everything that happens under heaven. Do we not believe that the Lord is directing our lives? The Bible says that the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. We must make the steps count. Proverbs 20, verse 24, the Passion Translation, It is the Lord who directs your life. For each step you take is ordained by God to bring you closer to your destiny. So much of your life then remains a mystery. Can we receive this tonight? These seasons that he has us in, these seasons that he's leading us into and out of and into and out of, these seasons are leading us. These seasons are ordained by God to bring us closer to the destiny that God has for our lives, for our individual lives. For our families, for our homes, for our church. Leading us closer to the destiny. Each step, each season is bringing us closer. If they're bringing us closer, are they not all of vast importance? Think of it. A farmer knows the importance of each season. A gardener knows the importance of each season. A teacher knows the importance of each season. An instructor knows the importance of each season. A parent knows the importance of each season. And the Lord would come to remind us tonight that harvest needs seed time. I believe that's a word for some here tonight. God wants to lead you into a season of harvest, but you've got to get some seed in the ground Whatever that harvest means, we're not just talking the general harvest, but a season of harvest. God's saying, Get the seed in the ground. You got to start watering the seed. You got to get the sun on the seed. You got to tend to it. You got to make sure that the weeds are cleared away. You got to make sure that you keep the pests away. And you don't lose faith. And you don't lose heart because you will reap in due season. If you just be diligent and you, you do what is required in this season of seed time, God will lead you into a, into a season of harvest. God will lead us there. But we must be diligent and we don't lose heart. We will reap in the right time. We will reap when the time comes. Do what the season demands and requires or the next season won't have what it needs to be what it is. Now, I think we've all been there where we'd like to cut seasons short, certain seasons of life. Don't try and cut seasons short. The Lord knows the time they need. Acts 1-7, and he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority passion translation he answered the father is the one who sets the fixed dates and times of their fulfillment you are not permitted to know the timing of all that he has prepared by his own authority and we're applying that here tonight and isn't it true oftentimes we don't know how long this season will last but we trust the lord and we remain faithful and diligent Let's receive this and apply this here concerning the times and seasons of our lives. If we receive this, we will find ourselves in perfect peace, content and anxious for nothing. How so? Times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Lord, this season is a season in your authority, under your authority, We want to remain under his authority and directed by his authority for there is safety and life in his authority. The Amplified reads the things and events of time and their definite periods or fixed years and seasons. Their critical niche in time, which the Father has appointed, fixed, and reserved by his own choice and authority and personal power. Listen, the Lord uses seasons. The Lord uses every season. They're all important. God is using the season you're in right now. God uses seasons to develop our character. God uses these seasons to grow us. God uses these seasons to shape us and form us and to lead us on, to bring us further than we've ever gone before. And the Lord uses seasons to prove us. The Lord uses seasons to prove his people. And perhaps it's a tough season we are in. But the Lord uses seasons to test his people, to prove his people. Share these words, David Wilkerson. I trust you can hear the application here tonight. God left him to try him. We have become so preoccupied In proving God, that we have not prepared our hearts for the great tests of life whereby God proves man. Could it be that the great trial you are now facing, the burden you now carry, is actually God at work proving you? God did tempt Abraham and said to him, Take now thy son and offer him there for a burnt offering. God proved an entire nation to find out what was really in its heart. The Lord thy God led. He led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or not. We see an amazing thing in 2 Chronicles 32, 31. God left a king, a great king, for a season to prove him. God left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. Often, while in the righteous pursuits of God's work, the steward of the Lord finds himself apparently forsaken, tried to the limits of endurance and left all alone to battle the forces of hell. Every man God has ever blessed has been proved in the same manner. Do you find yourself in strange circumstances or do you feel forsaken and alone? Do you fight a losing battle with an unpredictable army? These are signs pointing to the proving process. Jesus has promised never to leave us or forsake us, but the record of Scripture reveals that there are seasons when the Father withdraws his presence to prove us. Even Christ experienced that lonely moment on the cross. It is in these times that our blessed Savior is most touched by the feeling of our infirmity. And he whispers, I pray for thee, that thy faith fail not. See, even seasons like this are part of the plan of God as he brings us closer to our destiny. Even seasons like this. we can have the worship team return tonight. Make each season count. Make each season count because it is a season that the Lord is using. It is a season that has meaning. It is a season that the Lord... Has designed for us We trust him, we believe that the steps of the righteous order of the Lord, we believe that He is guiding us, that he's propelling us into the future, and so whatever season we find ourselves in, we trust him and we're diligent and we're faithful. we give ourselves to the demand. We give ourselves to the responsibility. Do that which each season demands and requires that the next season has what it needs to live up to its name. I want to encourage all of us here tonight, don't downplay seasons, upplay seasons, exalt seasons. Oftentimes, we downplay the season we are in. We might not say it, but we act like it. Or if we're not acting like it, we go home and behind closed doors, we're downplaying the season we're in. In our heart, we're downplaying the season we're in. We're allowing the enemy to downplay the season and we're buying into it. The season is insignificant. The season really isn't important in the eyes of God. But God has a different perspective and we need to tap into his perspective. Don't downplay the seasons, upplay the seasons. The Lord is directing our lives for each step we take is ordained by God to bring us closer to our destiny. I would encourage us, if we're at a season, it's a hard season, Let's draw closer to the Lord than ever before. Let's remain diligent and faithful even when we don't see, when we don't understand. Those seasons of seed time, those seasons of work, listen, even harvest is a season of work. (laughs) No matter where we find ourselves, let's just be faithful. Listen, every season has its purpose under heaven. And sometimes we are waiting for a season to change, and the season is waiting for us to change. Sometimes we're waiting for the season to change. Like, God, it's it's time already. <laughs> and the season is waiting for us to change, and then we'd be exited out of that season and brought into the next. Uh, God's going to keep us there. He's going to keep us there until the season has its way with us. Listen, recognize this season as A season full of purpose. Recognize this season that it has a purpose under heaven. Whatever season you are in, there is a purpose for this season under heaven. Respond in this season like one who knows it has a purpose under heaven. Respect the season. Resolve to make it count. Reach Out in this season, reach in in this season, reach further in this season, and reach higher in this season. Don't miss its purpose under heaven. Don't miss its purpose under heaven. Personal seasons, marital seasons, family seasons, corporate seasons, corporate seasons. There is a time for everything under heaven. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. So I was preparing this afternoon, the Lord quickly gave me this. And so I think we got three slides. I'm going to read this to you. I see a season with purpose under heaven for all of us here, for us as a corporate church. Now this might veer off a little bit from what I've just been talking about but as a corporate body I see this season with this purpose under heaven it's a season for us and for this time and for these times are you ready here we go it's a time to be born again born of God and born of the spirit it's a time to die to self and the old ways of living it's time to plant get seed in the ground it's time to pluck the things that don't belong it's time to kill the flesh It's time to heal physically, mentally, and spiritually. It's time to break down ungodly altars and break down idols. It's time to build up faith and build up each other. It's time to weep under the burden of the Lord and to weep between the porch and the altar. It's time to laugh in the joy of the Lord. It's time to mourn over a dead world. It's time to dance like David danced. It's time to dance upon injustice. It's time to cast away stones of fear, and it's time to gather stones to take down giants. It's time to embrace all that God has for us. It's time to refrain from embracing the things of this world. It's time to gain for king and kingdom. It's time to lose ourselves fully in the will of God. It's time to keep the ordinances of God. It's time to throw away the lies. It's time to tear down walls. It's time to sow the designs of God. It's time to keep silent concerning the things we should not utter. It's time to speak the promises and realities of God. It's time to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, minds, soul, strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. It's time to hate iniquity. Time for spiritual warfare. It's time for the peace of God which transcends human understanding to reign and rule in our hearts. Thank you, Lord. That's the season I'm in. And that's the season you're in. Just close your eyes tonight. I just want to pray for everybody here, Lord. So many different seasons represented here. God's seasons of life, we understand that. There's the young and the old here tonight, and everywhere in between. Seasons of calling, seasons of destiny, seasons of discipleship, seasons of Christian life. Some have been at this much longer than others and have come through different seasons and been led by you. Lord, for some, this might be the first time they find themselves in a season of trial, a real season of struggle. But Lord, I pray that they would not lose heart. I pray, Lord, that they would continue to be faithful and diligent in that season. Lord, I pray for all of us here tonight that we would never downplay the seasons again, God, that we would recognize and realize and respond in a way knowing that every season is of vital importance to you and your kingdom and what you're doing in us and what you desire to do through us, God. And I pray we wouldn't downplay the season, but we would upplay every season. We would start to exalt every season, Lord. Cry out for your blessing to come in that season. Cry out that your will would be done in that season, Lord. Whatever season we find ourselves in, Lord, I pray, Lord, that that season would produce in us what you desire The season produces in us. And, God, it would bring forth the harvest that you see fit. And, Lord, we thank you tonight that the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Lord, we thank you that you control our lives. We thank you, Lord, that our lives are safe in your hands. Lord, we surrender to you no matter the season. Even in times of uncertainty, God, we surrender to you. We trust you. We walk by faith and not by sight. Lord, we pray most of all that you would be blessed in each season. That you would be honored and glorified. Exalted and lifted high in every single season of our life. That all the glory would go to you, Lord. Not to us, but to your name be all the glory. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Let's stand tonight.